All right. I want to make sure I introduce someone because a special friend here because like we've known each other for a little while now, been really good friends. And I thought this would be a really interesting time to actually do this episode because, as you could tell, he's in beach mode. I mean, he's from Miami also. I'm from L.A., so I'm not really beach-like. I wear this like all the time. Okay, well, fair. <laughs> Ricky Villacrez is here from GSM Marina. And I don't know. I just want to have fun with this episode yeah. because... In the tech community, and, I'm sh- and, and I want to hear in the comment sections what everybody says, in the tech community, we look to GSM Arena as like, what's the term I could use? Like, like you're the fact checkers? Encyclopedia? Yeah, in a or... way. <laughs> yeah, one of the go-to places to remember what, like, to, to check what specs are for phones and all that stuff. Like, we even joke when we're at events that we say, hold on, it's not on GSM yet. It's <laughs> like... <laughs> We need to confirm with either the people we're talking to from PR or uh, it has to be on GSM Arena. <laughs> so you, you were at GSM Arena, obviously. Yes. Um, do you do any of the testing that happens there? Like, what, so, what would you describe your, your, your time at so GSM Arena as? So I, I do a little bit of everything at GSM Arena. I, I write news articles. Mm-hmm. I review smartphones. I don't review all of them. Um, so I'm based in the U.S. and I receive uh, review devices from the U.S. And sometimes they don't get them in Europe. But GSM Arena is based in Eastern Europe. Um, so if they don't get them at the office, then I have to do the testing. So there's not, I can't do 100% of the tests that we run. Of course. But I do <laughs> most of them. lose your mind if you have to do that. Because <laughs> it's, just, it's so intricate, like your reviews process, the written reviews process. Not yes. to say that the videos are not, but you're, you've been doing a lot of rev- uh, video stuff recently, right? Like it's become, it's become more of a focus for GSM Arena, I feel like recently than I've ever known. In the past couple of years, we've definitely been ramping up uh, video production, and we have a full-time uh, production team at the office, and they do most of the videos. Um, but yeah, uh, since then, we've been like racking up subscribers. It's been growing a lot, the YouTube channel. And uh, we just hit 800 and... I, I, I forgot what it was. 810,000, I think, we just yes. hit. So um, You're on the road to that million. We're man. on the road to one mil. It's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting, and I'm really glad to be a part of this team uh, because even when I started, you know, they were like, you know, well, we're not looking for someone who really knows too much, but we're willing to learn with you. And when I got hired, they didn't have a full production, you know, team yet. So it was just this thing that was still starting up. Yeah. So you're, you're more on the, you're more on the video side. I mean, there's just a, there was a pixel four review that just came out. I'll link to it. it's in the description. Make sure you check it out. We watched it last night cause this guy wanted to make sure like everything was good. So we were like watching it together. There's some funny bits in there. I, I really recommend it. So it, cause it feels to me and I don't, I don't really know if um, this is necessarily fair to say, but on the video side, obviously you have a little bit more, you can have more fun with the content in a way because it's not so, Again, I'm trying not to be facetious here. It's just that on GSM Marina's actual website, it's tables and graphs and very specific benchmark testing and all that stuff. Obviously, the videos don't really have that kind of that kind of motif. Right. So, I mean, we do like announce some of the results that we had from our written review in the video review. Yeah. But um, we try to have more fun with it, especially in this, you know, in this like specific niche category of smartphones, like it can be very it can get monotonous so yeah. you know we're we're always trying to like somehow like pop a joke you know here and there <laughs> <laughs> try to you know try to laugh because uh you know sometimes it can be really stressful to get these videos out on time but sometimes we just want to like you know we're just trying to take do a funny take and it yeah we're just having a good time you know so, so what can you share with everyone about because uh, i know that i've always been very curious about obviously we see the results we see what the reviews are like there's always like pages upon pages of them always jump to the conclusion page they so used like, to be longer really they used to be longer than they so are this right is now. what i wanted to get into like okay. what is the process for all this so, because there's so much going on so 
I just think I just tap my thing. So <laughs> we used to um, we used to review phones since the like, feature phones. Yeah. So there were parts of the review that were still around even after feature phones were no longer popular. So we would have like an SMS section where we took screenshots of the this text messages. We had we had like a section for like um, I'm trying to pull, the, I want to pull up an old phone that I used to have before the smartphone age. And I, 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 yeah, I know there's got to be a uh, look up. A, page. I don't know if they had. I, I want to look up like a Sony Ericsson. They should have like Blackberries up there, even. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, but sorry, continue. Yeah. So like we used to do, you know, because we we try to show everybody uh, in their written reviews like the interface, and we took screenshots of what it looks like and what it looks like to change wallpaper. We used to wait, go way too specific, and then like in the past couple of years, they revamped the style or not the style. They revamped the layout. And uh, they made it shorter because it used to be like nine pages. Yeah, like it was like, like <laughs> shorter like, to what seven? Because now what it's I like, was now, like now it's like six. Okay. And then <laughs> if, if if the camera has enough features, we'll split the camera into two. Like yeah. Sometimes we split sections because it's too long. Yeah. But usually it's it's either six or more uh, at this point. But yeah, there are a lot of moving parts in the review. You know, we have a proper introduction page, mm -hmm. and then that page ends with the unboxing, which is like, you know, a picture of all the box's contents, and then a little description, like what's in the box, how does the boxing feel, kind of stuff. And yeah, because I'm looking at this right now, and not that it's, uh, obviously the layout of the website has changed over time, but just the sort of the spirit of how thorough and how um, almost minute some of the details might be. I mean, I'm looking at, look at, remember this? The Sony Ericsson W850. This was like my first, like my first love as a smartphone user or not smartphone user, but like a mobile user. Oh man, I remember this thing. And I'm looking through it. And if you go to the specification page, like oh, just the amount of detail. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, I'll tell you how it started. It started as a hobby. My, my, my boss started this page that was a database for I think feature phones. And um, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the history is. I don't remember. But <laughs> what's our office a hobby? Like actually knowing the the specific specs and details about phones. It's, it started off as a hobby, and then it, it ended up becoming so niche and so popular, and getting enough page views that it could become a business, yeah. and then it grew from there. And this was back in two thousand, the year two thousand. Wow. Like this website's been around since. I, th I have to check my business card, but I think it's oh one or two thousand. Yeah. So um, it's an OG, really. Yeah, yeah, we're mm. we're really one of the OGs, um, and uh, yeah, like when you think GS Arena, you instantly think oh specs, you know, or whenever I introduce myself to somebody, like oh GS Arena, oh my gosh, I, right? Like specs, awesome. I okay, so I remember when we first met, it was during one of like the many trips, like this one right now. So the reason why he's in beach mode, aside from being from Miami, he's you know we're also in Coronado in San Diego on the beach, and we're just like chilling out today. It's uh, a bit a bit more free, is why we're much more casual with the show. But I remember when I remember the first time that we met. I I remember thinking to myself, <laughs> I did not think that when I met you, you would have worked at GSM Arena. Like there's a certain there's a certain formality to the word GSM Arena that I that I have and that I feel. Uh -huh. And it's like you know that's the spec website. You know what I mean? And yeah. then to see that you've like blossomed into like the YouTuber uh, on there, one of the YouTubers on there. Like it's really nice to see because I know that everyone Anj and who else is uh, uh, Will Will mm -hmm. Anj and Will. Yeah, like shouts out to them. You guys have been killing it on the YouTube side. Like that's really awesome. Um, how about like from the testing side? Do you ever do any of the actual testing for all this? So yeah, you do, um, you do a lot of benchmarking, right? So we do benchmarks. Uh, we you know it's like you know take the phone, install the app, run it, write it down. So we have this database that's 
you know, like all the all benchmarks that we have for every phone, like we have in a database. And then we use those to generate the charts for the reviews. And that's where we compare like, okay, this phone performed next to this one, next to this one, next to this one. Usually the iPhone's on top, like yeah. most of the benchmarks. Um, so there's benchmarks. We also do display tests. So we, so I have a colorimeter, uh, which is- Is it the, um, the X-Rite? X-ray. Oh yes. my goodness. We did that for a little while at Android Authority. Okay. And I just remember just just the act of having to do it. Because like the actual act of testing for all of these like different perspectives and for all these charts, that in and of itself is like what a day? Like, no, like, it doesn't take so? it doesn't it take took a very, while for us. It doesn't take very long to test it. Like um, Well, I mean everything, not just the display, but like all oh, the tests all together. Oh, oh, okay. So when I start if I'm doing a written review, all, all on my own, because there's a lot of moving pieces to a written review. So yeah. let's go over what that is. So a written review, um, so we take photos of, we take what we call lifestyle photos of the phones that we're reviewing, and we yeah. put them throughout the text so that there's something nice to look at. Yeah. So we have to do that. And, you know, I have, and if I'm reviewing it on my own, I have to set up and shoot this phone. At the same time, I have to do this test. So I have to do an audio test with like a, a headphone jack and then mm -hmm. it goes into this analyzer and then I send that to my colleague in Bulgaria and he um, writes an analysis of like, you know, this is how the audio, the, the audio loudness, the audio um, quality mm -hmm. and the, 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 what's it called? The, the crossover, like how much do the channels cross over on the cable? Like to that extent is for audio. And then we have loudspeaker test. <laughs> and then we have a loudspeaker test where we just, um, we have this uh, standardized method for testing loudness. So it'll be in front of like a DB meter and we'll play like, we have like three recorded sounds like that we put on every new phone that we get and then yeah. we play it and then we record the reading that we average out a few readings from the, the, the DB meter. Yeah. So that's loudness, AQ, display test. Um, there's two display tests we do. We do a sunlight, I think it's sunlight legibility or sunlight contrast test. Okay. Which I can't do at the off at my uh, where I work. In, too in, bright in Miami, or what? no? It's just <laughs> no. It's not that it's too bright. As I think I don't have the, I don't have the equipment to do oh, that test. Yeah. But I do have the colorimeter. That's so right. Yeah. The colorimeter I use to test um, the accuracy of the colors of the display, mm -hmm. and um, you know we give it a visual inspection, like you know how are the angles, how are you know how are the, can you see individual pixels? So you know we give a little like note about that and. And we test brightness. So using the colorimeter, we also test brightness. How bright is it? Does it have a brightness past like the max if it's not an automatic? And then does it have one past automatic? Yeah. So, um, so you know that would become compare like you know this panel is stronger than this one. It's not as bright as this one. Um, and then you know color accuracy. Now it now it's been much better. But when I used to test like color accuracy on phones, I was like, oh my god, this is so saturated. Like <laughs> this is so like unbearably saturated. So there's that one. That's that's display tests. So display ben so benchmarks. I mentioned benchmark display audio quality loudspeaker. That's really the big four that we test test. Oh oh oh, battery life. Oh yeah, so, I was just about to say battery life. I feel like takes the longest. That takes the longest time <laughs> to do. So we have, you know, we have to test, uh, like you see in our on our results. We have an overall score, and then we have a web score, a talk score, which is like time on the phone. Now those those are relics of the old GSM days, like in, like the future phone days, because talk time is such an interesting metric. I know that there are people out there who say like, you know, you still need to talk about the phone as if it's a phone. But now we're in a place where there's it's so much more than that. Yeah. So it's easy to to forget about that particular aspect of talking to people. But you still have talk scores, and I know talk time is still. If you go to the bottom of any spec sheet at GSM Arena, there's like 
H, uh, uh, X numbers of talk time, you mm -hmm. know, and yeah, that's really interesting how that how that works. Like, so how do you do a test for talk time on a smartphone? So there's actually um, an automated app that we're using right now that f helps facilitate the. Does um, it actually make the call? Yes. Whoa. So so there's actually an app that we use. It's automated by this company called Visor, and um, it's basically like a pr like a script mm -hmm. that tells it you know dial this predetermined number and then. Um, you know, keep the call for this amount of time and then hang up and then give it a cool down period so that we make sure that we have the right uh, change in percentage recorded. And um, that part can be automated, but it could also be like, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like manually recorded. Like we'll, we'll, we'll leave like a call open like for four hours on yeah. the phone and then we'll record that and record the change. And then we use that to calculate um, the total amount that it would take from 100 to 0%. I see. So it's it's more like an estimate, okay. but it's it's based on, you know, at least like a, a large like large, large enough like 8-hour call oh, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. I thought it would be really funny. Uh, yeah, it's it's still a large sample size. Yes. Yeah, it just extrapolates it. Right. Um, <laughs> that'd be funny if it was like you and Will with the phones <laughs> like where are you at? <laughs> 20 percent it's, it's been like 12 hours <laughs> no so just actually speakerphone just well, where are you at <laughs> even before we had this automated thing we have this we we had this in-house app that would um log the battery life of the phone so we would mark like okay we're about to make the call we would mark call and they would log the percentages during the call and then like after like that was the more the more that was the older uh, way of doing it. Yeah. But there's actually uh, on every review, there's actually a little dis a little blurb, um, this disclaimer that explains, you know, this is our review process for doing battery. Check it out. Um, so we do that that thing I just like, explained. Like we we record the percentage change in calls in a web test. We have a web script that yeah refreshes like a website. Um, and then we have uh, the standby. No, we have, well, we have a standby test also. But the other one we have is video. So we have a video that's looping, and then we let that play, um, and record the, the same change. And then we have a standby which we don't publish, but we use that to weight the overall score. Mm -hmm. And what the score represents um, is how long the phone would last if it was used for one hour of each call, one hour of. Uh, web and one hour of video. Oh my goodness! So per day. Yeah. So if a score, so if a one out, one hour here, one hour here, one hour here, that cycle, and then stand by the rest of the day, and then the oh, next, and then the rest of the day. Right. So that's oh. what that estimation is. I see. So and you can there's actually a tool that lets you actually um, you can actually set the number of hours that you do each activity per day, and you can make a customized uh, battery score. Oh, that's not bad for your like for your own personal needs. Yeah. So if you do a lot of video and not call, you could just like raise the video all the way up. Like it weighs it differently. Yeah. It weighs our scores differently. Okay. So I want to go into more personal perspectives. Okay. And but before then, I had a I had a question that. So this is something that we tackle with as YouTubers all the time. Like I know that as as a YouTube channel, you probably have a very engaged, but also a fairly targeted audience, and it might tend to be from Southeast Asia, from India, or anything like that. The actual website of GSM Marina, the fact that it's all of those minute details and specific specs and all of the benchmarks, what kind of relationship does the website have with with audience? Like, what kind of demographic is the audience mostly? It's majorly Indian. Okay. Major, yeah. Which like, which makes sense. I mean, yeah. we're here at a MediaTek event and they talk about India all the time. Yeah, India's wow. a really important market. They're so discerning, right? And they want to actually see those minute details up against another thing. That's why your comparison tools are always so nice on GSM Marina. So yeah. 
All right, great. Um, yeah, the perspectives and everything you can get on multiple fronts, including the YouTube channel for, for Ricky here and also for the rest of the GSM Marina team, but also the website for the specific details. And if you want to do side-by-side -side comparisons of the spec sheets, that's like one of the best places. That's where we always do it. So that's what's, it's funny because like, <laughs> what's your main audience? And you're like, YouTubers, <laughs> tech, tech bloggers. <laughs> But you know what? I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. honestly. All right, so I think I have an ad for this one. So why don't we go in and get into a little break, and then we'll come back for a little bit longer to talk with Ricky. Today's show is sponsored by Caseta Smart Lighting Control from Lutron, pioneers in smart home technology. A lot of people think you need smart bulbs to get smart lighting, but there is a smarter way. Caseta Smart Dimmers and Switches replace the switch in your wall so that all the lights controlled by that switch will act smart. Think about all the places in your home where one switch controls multiple bulbs, the ceiling lights, chandeliers, bathrooms, and more. With Caseta, you'll save money by replacing the switches instead of replacing all of those bulbs. Because smart bulbs are only smart when the switch is on, but if someone flips it off, you can say goodbye to all the smart control and connectivity. Caseta switches are always smart, even if the switch is off. Actually, you can use all of Caseta switches with different voice assistants. I've been using it with Google Assistant for quite a while now, but I recently just got my first Amazon Echo device and using the A word, I don't want to invoke anyone's Echo devices, using the A word and then saying turn on all the lights made it really easy for us to control the smart switches in our home. So you can get smart lighting the smart way with Caseta by Lutron Smart Switches. Learn more about Caseta at Lutron.com slash weekly. That's Lutron.com slash weekly. We did, re we did realize during the break uh, that you still hadn't really given detail on the camera testing side. So I'm sure that we definitely should cover that. So for a couple minutes, how does uh, camera testing tend to work at GSM Arena? So um, if you see any review, you'll see the same like set of pictures. Um, and that's... Those are usually those are taken at the Sophia. Um, so, uh, I guess before I get to that, like uh, we are based, our, the website's based in Bulgaria, mm -hmm. in uh, Eastern Europe, and uh, it's in the capital city of Bulgaria and Sophia. So I'll, I'll, we'll get to that after. But um, so we we take the you know these pictures at these locations, at pretty much the same locations yeah. uh, around the office, and um, you know we'll do like each I guess major category of camera we do. You know regular pictures if it has extra modes we do those extra modes we test how they you know how they process pixels how they you know is the image processing too much yeah what scenarios does the camera tend to you know like struggle in so we we try to touch on all those things that we notice about these cameras and um we also have like um we also have these more technical camera samples um i don't now i don't have this in at home where i work from home uh, at the office they have these like posters and they do they take pictures of all the posters so that you can just like go to that poster section of our uh, written reviews in the camera and you can actually like drop down and select another phone and they will pull up those post same poster shots um next to the the one the review that you're looking at and you can like see exactly like you know how much noise there is and then we have like a we do like with a one lux like we do like a low light one and then yeah. we'll do like a hundred i don't remember how much it was maybe like uh 500 lutz or something or, or something mm -hmm. we also have this recent comparison tool sometimes in our camera reviews we'll slide in a couple of samples from a different phone yeah so that you can see right away like the difference and then we have this tool that there's a little compare tool you can hit and you can select more than one like you can select the one from the other phone and then like the other one that was in another section and you can compare those two shots 
and uh, they have a little slider and you can mm-hmm. drag you on can them. You can actually like change it up. You can drag it around at the same time to really compare like, well, we, 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 we call it pixel peeping. Yeah. So you can see like really deep in the pixels. That really, yeah, I've used that term before in videos where I'm like, you know, if you're going to have a good time with this camera unless you're pixel peeping, like you're actually zooming in and just kind of wondering like, yeah. why is that so grainy? It's like, well, who's going to zoom that far? <laughs> you know, like realistically, if you're on Instagram, do you actually zoom to that level when you're on Instagram? It's not the best place to do that anyway. You know, so pixel peeping for sure. All right. So before we lose all of our daylight, I do want to get into some personal questions kind of related to what we're talking about. This is a segment that I that I am not consistent enough with on the podcast. But I want to ask you, Ricky, what is in your pocket now? What is in my pocket now? That's Anything an, you use. On that's the, an awesome name for that <laughs> segment. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anything you use on the daily doesn't even have to be actually in your pocket. It actually doesn't even have to be a smartphone. Anything you want to highlight right now that is part of your like current kit. Okay. Currently, uh, I've been using the, set, the OnePlus 7T. I've been using the OnePlus 7T as my daily since I... It's right there. Yeah. Yeah. Since I reviewed it, um, I liked... I had the 7 Pro before that. I thought it was really big. Yeah, so yeah. I, I like that this was like slimmer and a little bit smaller. It's still kind of big, but um, and I think the battery on the Seven Pro might be a little better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really like this phone. I like the dash charge, uh, the smoothness of the software. The camera can be hit or miss, but if I'm using night mode or if I'm using the main, uh, if I'm taking HDR shots, it it can pretty yeah face Ah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> it can pretty much you know get uh, any shot that I'm trying to get. Yeah, um, and you you have been using it on the strip for sure. And um, do you remember when the OnePlus Seven Pro first came out? And I was <laughs> not gonna lie, I was complaining half the time that we were trying to shoot with it because I wasn't happy with the way the cameras were were turning out. Granted, there were have been updates to the camera, so they are a lot better now. But oh gosh, I just remember when we were at the vessel. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I want to use the wide angle for the video mode. And I was just like getting really annoyed. <laughs> I was just like the vlogger in me was screaming. I remember, but the seven T addressed a lot of that stuff. I remember. And now that I'm, even though you have the case on it, it was official case, mm-hmm. even though you have a case on here, it, it, you're right. It is really thin. Like I, I, I somehow, you somehow forget that it feels slim. Yeah. yeah. It feels really, really slim. Yeah. All right. So along with that, so this um, right now, I, I just finished reviewing the, the pic, I just finished reviewing the pixel four XL mm-hmm. and, um, I was holding it and I reviewed it. And then when I found the scores to be where they're at for battery life, I was like, hmm, I'm not going to switch to it <laughs> right away, <laughs> you know, cause our reviews are very objective. You know, so we're because we're doing a lot of testing and we're doing a lot yeah. of things from an objective standpoint, and then you know we'll try to give some subjective opinions uh, throughout the review. We do we, t- we tend to do that more with the video reviews. Yeah, the video reviews are more personal, I would say, than the break like the the long the format. Yeah, all the long that. format re- written reviews. So when, <laughs> okay, uh, I'm, I'm sure that there's someone who will ask. Um, no, Ricky does not get to touch every single device that comes through that website's doors. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many devices on GSM <laughs> Arena, you have no idea. So the so my question there is, how does the team tend, tend to pick their favorites then? Because if you have an empirical system in front of you, and you can just be like, I want best battery life, boom, I know which one it is because I work at GSM Arena. Like, you know, but I guess from a personal standpoint, but also what have you seen from your team at, at GSM Arena, um, how you tend towards your favorite devices? I mean, there, at GSM Arena, there's like maybe 10, I can't count right now, maybe like 10, between the 10 to 12, 13 people that we have in the office. 
and each of them have their different likes mm -hmm. you know and we have even some iphone users too like yeah. um uh, i'm on one right now yeah you're using an iphone 11 yeah. uh pro yeah using 11 pro um so it really depends like um some there's some guys that literally get a brand new phone like a brand new samsung they'll buy it outright and then they'll sell the other one or you know that's usually what they do or, or sometimes they'll even sell it to another member in the office yeah like, you know i'll sell it to you <laughs> um and uh sometimes a review phone you know it can be used for longer periods of time yeah they'll, they'll use that phone um so where, where do you land like what what out of out of all of the testing that you've done the things that you've seen come in and out of of your place of work what would you what would you pick as your like the smartphone you could have if you could only have one right now and and maybe let's pivot it to the audience you know what would you recommend people based upon your experience well that's a that's a good question i can't recommend well the one i'm gonna say that i would like to use because i actually don't have one oh, okay. is the mate 30 pro oh okay i really want to use that phone and i don't have i didn't Isa, we, isa's uh standing right now I, was saying, <laughs> I have it i have it oh my gosh i haven't seen it yet so oh. the so yeah like there's a bunch of phones i haven't seen yet like in person um so the Mate 30 Pro, and then obviously, you know, it sucks about Google services and the whole thing that's going on. So yeah. I can't recommend that phone. I, I, I just, you know, I've heard good things about the camera and the battery life. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Live reactions. <laughs> oh, that, that camera ring is a little beat up. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, that's Issa. <laughs> so this is really nice. <laughs> so the button's all the way down here. Yeah. Which is the one that has the touch sensitive ones? Uh, that'd be the Vivo Next, which Vivo. we also have here. Oh, you got to show me that too. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, is, so, there, is there a battery? battery? It doesn't have battery on this, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, but the Vivo, I think, has a little bit. battery. Yeah. The waterfall it's display. It's turning on. Yeah. I haven't seen the waterfall, but yeah, we don't have, I mean, we don't have to get into this too much, but um, yeah, the Huawei, this is a really nice slim. This is slimmer than, almost slimmer than the OnePlus. About the same size. I think they're very similar. This is a very similar size. Oh, wait, this is the Xiaomi. This is the Xiaomi, which one? The Mi Note 10. Oh, this is the Mi Note That's 10. the 108. And it died. <laughs> oh my God, so many phones. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our lives, everybody. Right? Also, you have a whole group of like tech personalities here in Coronado. Oh gosh, I'm going to have the worst time coloring this video. Um, we should probably <laughs> wrap it up before I have worse a worse time with my... Uh, Can we just open those shades real quick? A little bit. Let's light in. Didn't really help at all. I think it look the the, the second and third one over there. Okay, try this if you one. Open those two. No. Oh, there it is. But okay, it's helps like, a little. It's oh, look at that sunset. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting that golden light. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's okay. Nah, we're gonna wrap up. We're yeah, it's fine. Up. No problem. No worries. So yeah, like we were illustrating earlier, <laughs> we're trying to get a little bit more light here. Um, try illustrating. <laughs> you know, it's like right in your face. I'm sorry. Let me no, try to position good. perfectly. No, no worries. Um, like we were illustrating just now, like you know, Ricky doesn't get to go through every single phone that comes through those doors. Um, but yeah, you wouldn't recommend the Mate 30 Pro for obvious reasons. I yeah, mean, for those we'll talk about it. Um, yeah, because I got this question recently too. Like, what phone should I get? And you know what? Right off the top of my head, I kind of stood there for about ten seconds during my when I was unboxing up of my silver play button. I was like, hmm, which one would I? Honestly, if I had to talk to any like regular average user, someone in my life who I just want, they know they want to have a good camera experience. I know they want to have a solid phone on the daily, something that's not even too intrusive. Mm -hmm. I, I got to say Galaxy S10. It was such a solid phone. There was so little about it to complain about. Another phone that I haven't 
got to no test. way no I, I couldn't i i didn't i haven't been to samsung events since last year really yeah so what happened when no 10 was happening you just i mean well that's the thing so that's another, another thing about how gsm works is we cover the phones where we can so we have two guys in india mm-hmm. and our main team is in bulgaria so usually someone if there's an event in europe someone will you know fly to that event and attend it in Europe. Oh. So I attend the US events because they don't come all the way over here. It's very yeah. far yeah. for them to come here. So I attend the US events that I can get into and then they attend most of the European events and then some ch- the Chinese events as well. Yeah. People are usually invited to. I've seen, I've met plenty of the rest of your team at the Chinese <laughs> events for sure. Yeah. All right, awesome. Well, I mean, I just want to have this talk. Um, I mean, Ricky's always been such a great friend and GSM Arena is like so well known in all of the circles. So I just wanted to try and have a little bit of a discussion about it. I've never actually like thought about how that website works. You just kind of, it's one of those websites we actually take for granted now. You know, it's just all the info's there. It's always going to be there. Oh, and, and we have an official app now. Which what, really? Yeah. And this is, this is like last our, year. I've, iOS or Android? Uh, I don't think it's on iOS. <laughs> <laughs> So we have a, so we have an Android app officially, and uh, it's a very if you like to look up our specs, definitely check out the app. It was developed by one of my colleagues, Victor. He did a really good job on it. Yeah, it has a I think I believe it has a dark mode. I hope it, it better have a dark mode, Victor. There's a I think it's a dark mode. <laughs> um, there's a, a phone finder. Uh, you can sync stories, so you can like read offline. Um, you can uh, you can use a comparison tool. Um, you can actually filter phones. If you're trying to find a phone with a specific processor, yeah. with a specific amount of RAM, with a specific screen size, you can filter all those things and it'll give you a list of all those results because everything's like specced out. You can like filter through the phones that you're trying to find. Gotcha. Okay. All right, well, check that out. I mean, we'll probably have a link to all of the stuff that Ricky just talked about in the description. Uh, also in the show notes, if you're listening to the podcast and any typical podcasting application, but you know, uh, you can choose which place you want to have the Pocket Now Weekly in your life. Uh, obviously on the YouTube side, get into the comment sections. I don't think I said a question of the episode. Um, how about this? Question of the episode, like what... Go through the GSM Marina databases and find a phone that you're really into right now. Let's see what everyone is, is is talking about right now as we move into the holiday season because feasibly all of the phones, I know that the Motorola launches next week, but um, feasibly all of the phones that we're meant to be talking about are pretty much out uh, next week notwithstanding. So let us know what phone you're really into right now at the end of 2019. Ricky, thank you so much, brother. Dude, thanks so much for having me. Right. I have been, I'm so excited to even just even though it's over i'm so excited to have been on the show <laughs> oh no it's all good <laughs> uh we're, we're definitely gonna have you on more and um you know you were telling me you were telling me that you have your audio set up and all that shouldn't be hard oh yeah i can get yeah. you remote uh, more often this is good first first episode for ricky back uh and then yeah all right so we're gonna go ahead and call it on this one thank you so much for watching uh subscribe to the pocket now podcast on any podcasting application or get into the youtube uh channel subscribe to the channel and you can find the podcast there as well from there follow all of us on social media including ricky including myself and the pocket now team at pocket now across all the social networks uh with that said i'm gonna go ahead and call it on this one and we will see you in our next episode